We're on Express Elevator to tell you our view of aliens on this episode of the Retro Rewind Podcast. Reflux capacitor, fluxing, crew, distinctions, scanning for aliens, 1982. What happened? Dustin, report. They cut the power. What do you mean they cut the power? How'd they cut the power, man? They're animals. Uh, Paul, go, go help Dustin get Alice back up and running. Already done. 1986. Prepare to rewind in three, two, one. Well, that was bracing. A welcome, rewinders and new listeners to the Retro Rewind Podcast, where we take a fresh look at movies and games from 15 or more years ago. I'm your captain of the pod, Francisco Ruiz, and I'm joined by your XO and mine, Paul of Master Interrupter Powers. Somebody wake up, Paul. Uh, also for this discussion of the film Aliens, we welcome back aboard graphic designer and illustrator Colin Schlicht. Hey, thanks for having me back, guys. Of course, thanks for being back. And because one guest won't be enough to take on a whole alien hive, we also welcome back uh, Creekside Church Pastor Dustin Warford. Game over, man. Game over. Well, I hope not, Dustin. But I'm just starting. Yeah, exactly. This is actually your third time on the podcast, Dustin. So you know what that means? <gasps> Promotion. Yes, you have an official rank of shipman. Congratulations. Yes. I'm like one step above expendable. Yeah, pretty but much. Not quite. Pretty much. Uh, I'm just, you're I'm just a grunt. There. Yeah, you're so, almost there, Colin. No worries. I'm not offended. <laughs> You get all the good ammo, though. Oh, yeah. What department would you like to serve in, uh, Dustin? What department would I like to serve in? Yes, as a shipman. So ships, clergy, ships, uh, cook. Well, if if, if ships. I went, I, I guess I got to go clergy. That's just my calling. All right, all right. Then ships, clergy. We got a new one. How yes. How many clergy do we have on this ship? Yo. <laughs> <laughs> I know, uh, and I'm surrounded by clergy. Yeah, pretty much. Keep uh, firing clergy. <laughs> Setting aside the Spaceballs references and being aware that I am do I'm sort of coming off a cold. That's why my voice is a bit rough. But now that you have a quick flyby about my medical issues and who we all are, Paul, can you give us a quick overview of the production specs for Aliens? Sure. Aliens was released July 18th in the year 1986. Runs 2 hours and 17 minutes for the original theatrical version and is rated R. It was directed and written by James Cameron. With the lead stars being Sigourney Weaver, Michael Bean, and Carrie Henn. The music was composed by James Horner. Mm. All right, you ready for the box office? I'm ready. Bring it. Okay, the movie Aliens was made for about $15 million and earned over $131 million at the box office worldwide. <laughs> there we go. All right, since 1979, there have been eight movies in the Alien franchise released in theaters. So according to the money it made in the U.S. box office, how high do you think it ranks among the other eight Alien movies? Only eight Alien movies. Weird. Okay. Um, well, <laughs> Only eight? <laughs> That's a big franchise. Oh, 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 oh. Sorry, I think you meant like all Alien movies. No, like no, all no, movies no. with an like Alien. Alien versus Predator. Okay. Alien. The, the Xenomorph gotcha. franchise. Okay, yeah. thank you. Yes. Uh, let's start with Colin. What, what's your guess? Out of the eight? Yes. Uh, number one. Uh, Dustin? 
I'm going to say two, because I think Prometheus made quite a bit of money. Oh, okay. And, oh, yeah, we have to factor in inflation, too. Um, I'm going to, well, I guess I'm just going to go with three, then. And uh, Dapper Man here live in chat says number one. Paul, what is the final tally? Well, the answer is two. Yes. Good job, Dustin. Good job. Dustin was correct. Prometheus was number one. Okay. Oh, yeah. Very good. Fine. Well played. Doesn't make a better movie. Anyway, <laughs> uh, thank you for those factoids, Paul. And let's see if any of them factor into our memory mind mold or subsequent roundtable discussion, which we'll get to once Alice has located our target film. Alert! Alert! Approaching target. Spoilers are coming. Establishing analysis vector. The first time she survived the most terrifying creature in the universe, she thought the nightmare was over. Something under the floor. It hadn't even begun. Sigourney Weaver, Aliens, the new movie. This time, it's war. That commercial definitely brings back some memories about aliens, but to give you some context for the things we collectively remembered most before our rewatch, here is our memory mind meld synopsis. Ripley is found floating in ice. A couple 100 years after the destruction destruction of the Nostromo, Ripley and Mad About You bring a platoon of space marines led by Terminator's Kyle Reese, ready to rock for the ultimate bug hunt on outpost UV-427 only to get picked off one by one by the xenomorphs. Before it's game over, Alien Queen is found, eggs barbecued, and Bishop halved, and Corporal Hicks, the only member of the group who made it out alive, but now un- but none unscathed. Finally, get away from her, you female dog, is a quote solidified in pop culture history. I mean, a lot of that was correct, but there was some things that were... incepted. For instance, it was UV426. LV. LV and it was LV. See, I, it's all it's complete. Uh, these memories are bunk. They're bunk, guys. You didn't remember a thing. <laughs> but based on those memories, as flawed as they were, what rating did they per, did they lead you to predict for this movie before your rewatch of it? Classic, nostalgic, or tragic? Uh, let's start with Dustin this time. Um, because I have a deep love for this movie, um, I immediately thought this is a classic movie. Okay. This is best in the franchise, I think. I so I predicted classic before. Predicted classic, it. okay. And Colin, I'm right there with you, man. Classic, classic. Now, Paul, even though I swear we watched this together in college once, you nope. claim you never saw it. So this was my first time seeing it. All right, and wow, because man. I had heard so many people say it's the best in the in oh, the franchise, no. I predicted classic. They raised your expectations. That doesn't bode well. Okay, and then <laughs> <laughs> for me. I, I have fond memories of this movie, so I also predicted classic. It'll be interesting to see, though, if it lives up to the hype. Uh, but first, let's get to, into our discussion of the things we liked most about Aliens. Let's spin up our... Best three. All right, let's go around say the things we liked most about this movie. Uh, let's start with Colin. What's one thing you liked about Aliens? Uh, one thing I liked about Aliens, man, I've got a whole list. Okay, but one thing. Colin. If I can really narrow it down for you guys, uh, I think the sound design 
is is something that I really really enjoyed. I, I didn't think I about love it. it. Yes, uh, just the blip on the motion tracker. Oh yeah, that's iconic. You know, that's yeah. It's it's a stroke of genius, really. Mm-hmm. Honestly, um, it's just a great tool to help ramp up the tension yes. for the audience throughout the film. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, so I just I love all that. And then. Awesome. Uh, the gun sounds. Yeah, you know James Cameron has like the best gun sounds. Yes. You know, well, his I don't know. Michael Bay's gun sounds are pretty good. Too. Yeah, yeah, they're they're all, all right, right, but but I like uh, cameras. They're like iconic, and then you know the xenomorph hissing sounds. Oh yeah, yeah, so good. Too. Yes, so sound design. For me. Totally, Dustin. I'm curious. It, oh, go ahead. I had the same thing as my number, not my classic maker, but my my like the oh, sounds. Oh really? The, the blips. Wow, okay. I think that the sounds. The, the, the way this movie plays out, you feel like you're right there walking down the corridors with these people. Yeah. yeah. Um, any sound that makes when they freak out, you're freaking out. Yep. The the just the uh-huh. of the the motion mm-hmm. sensor, it mm-hmm. everything builds in this movie, and I, I think yeah. the 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 way they built up the tension was genius with the sounds. Mm-hmm. And same thing for the the gun sound effect. You're able to shoot but not overpower everything else happening in the movie. Yeah. It's uh. It was just I thought it was genius. The, all the sound was genius. Yeah, I agree, man. Paul looks like he doesn't so much buy in that it was genius, but Paul, what did you like about the movie, or what would you call genius about it? I thought it was really interesting. I like the way uh, th- the story went and the plot went to bring Ripley back. They basically pushed her into a corner so that her only out basically is to go back and be an advisor on this mm-hmm. and then to actually go back it's like just the way the story kind of evolved and i think it's a good concept yeah oh totally and along those lines is my first like paul i i really liked how they filled in the gaps for people that um maybe hadn't seen the first movie yes. i thought they did a good job of not being like over exposition person just yapping about what happened i like that they had that mm-hmm. boardroom meeting i thought that was an interesting way to facilitate getting across what happened and also yeah, that you hear more about like the backstory of in the special edition of ripley's daughter and that that gives her more of an impetus to be sort of um form a relationship with or form a um a kinship with newt i think that is yeah. all really great setup yeah for the story awesome guys uh let's go around Again, for other things we liked. Uh, let's go with uh, Dustin this time. Um, second thing I'll say is I, I loved the characters, the Marines. You know, you know, introduced to all the Marines and the way that they, they banter and they mess with each other. and it's uh, But at the same time, they get down there and they start getting, you know, just ridiculously picked off right. <laughs> really fast. Yeah. Um, the, the love and camaraderie they then have for each other. And it's I, I really felt like James Cameron did a good job building the dynamic of the banter that you even hear about for people that are Marines or in the armed forces today. Though mm. no, I, um, I will yeah. comment on that, that I remember back in college, for some reason this sticks out in my memory, but I was listening to the commentary that James Cameron did on this, on aliens. And he said that if he could go back, he would probably relabel them something other than Marines because apparently mm-hmm. he had a family member that was in a Marine and um, like post doing this movie. And he realized well, Marines are way more disciplined than this. This is like yeah. sort of National Guard Army or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah. so I thought that was interesting. But I think, that, yeah, there's still that com- camaraderie that they have. And who knows? In the future, yeah. maybe Marines are like a lot more slack. So who knows? Yeah. But but I, I thought that even though a bunch of them died pretty fast, the way that you got to know them, you uh, you got to know them. Like yeah. It wasn't just uh, – 
here, here's some extra fodder that's going to get killed off right away. You, you get pretty <laughs> in-depth. I mean, well, you get to walk around with them for almost an hour before they start fighting and dying. So, Is so it they that really, long? It didn't seem I, I that think long. It's, wow. That means you like the movie. It was, uh, I think the, the first action scene takes place over an hour into the movie. That's, that's pretty good. And so, good. Uh, so Jane, you really build up the, who are these people before they all start? Cause they, they die pretty quick after that, but you yes. really get to know them first. Totally. Uh, Colin, uh, what did you like about the movie? Was it the characters or something else? Oh yeah. I, I mean, the acting, uh, especially from Sigourney Weaver and she, uh, was nominated for an Academy Award for this mm. one. So, oh uh, really? She, she was. Yeah. I, I didn't realize that. Okay. Yep. And it, she went, you know, all in for this movie. So I think uh, wow. that's just outstanding. Um, so along with that, oh man, gosh, there's there's just so many other things that I could think of. Well, <laughs> well I could jump into that because yeah, my my one of the things else that I like were the characters going into the acting, but the characters themselves are just rich that you want to go back and, and hang out with them again. That's, you know what? That's mm-hmm. true. You know what? You guys are, are bringing to mind all these things that I didn't realize I liked about the movie. Or, yeah, the characters were all super interesting. Yeah. I'm, I am sad when... Well, sad's not really the right word. I don't know what the word is, but I'm not super sad when people die. It's not like, no, not you, yeah. but it might be a result of the... I've seen this movie several times. Oh, so you know what? I know what's happening. That, I'm with that's you. why you don't like Disney movies because you have no heart when people die. That's what happens. <laughs> yeah. Who asked you, Dustin? <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm right there with you, Francisco. Actually. Thank you. And thank you, Colin. Yeah, and I'll come back to that. Actually, mm. well, uh, before you do come back to that, let me go ahead with one more thing. I liked about this film and then we'll get into our classic makers the things we loved most about this film and for me it's uh the and i kind of alluded to this before but the rapport that's built between ripley and newt i just i i loved their sort of mother-daughter relationship and how much newt started like very i thought newt was played greatly so going back to the acting that you guys spoke of mm-hmm. i thought she was a great child actor um I don't. Oh, Catherine Hen was that her name? I think something like that. Carrie. Carrie. Hen. Yeah, yeah. I think that was it. Yeah. <laughs> Close enough. Yeah. Um, it's just really. I really liked their dynamic, and they played well and together played well off each other. Especially how she was so like, almost catatonic, and then Ripley brought her out, and the, like the whole the whole moment where you say like, "Oh, there, I I really done it now. I cleaned up this one spot. I have to clean up the rest of your face." I just. That's such a great moment and really cemented that their relationship, which I really, I really like. So now, now let's get into things. What? Oh, go ahead, Paul. I was going to throw in a bonus. Speaking of cast, I thought mm. uh, it was genius of what James Cameron did for the role of Bishop. He oh, wrote yeah. it as somebody who's really genuinely helpful, but he cast like the most, untrusting looking face you could find <laughs> yeah i was <laughs> attention there you know what? i was very curious this being your first time paul yeah. did you wonder if he was going to do the same thing that ash did and alien and like b- oh yeah i them? did not trust him the sure. whole way oh wow yeah, okay that's cool. so cool nice i can't wait to hear uh your take uh at the ending there you know with bishop oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So talk about that and yes so if that was surprising at all but uh yeah i i think that everybody was 
perfectly cast. Yeah. Um, like mm-hmm. in like in their roles. Mm-hmm. Uh, though, do you, did you guys feel like Paul Reiser was really perfectly cla- cast? I thought so. Actually, okay. I actually, I, I would say yeah. Yeah, I was actually looking back at it like. For the character that he was, mm-hmm. that character that he played, mm-hmm. I thought he played it really well. You know. Okay. In fact, this being my first time, uh-huh. I thought he was an android too, but like a, a higher model. Oh, that could interesting. Really, because he's he turned out to be the one like collecting, trying to collect the aliens. Like on the first movie, he was it was the uh, yeah. the android going to collect. Yeah. So I thought, oh, we're gonna give the android an upgrade, like a more personality like kind. I see. So exactly. I was kind of disappointed when he wasn't in oh. Android. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, the Hyperdyne system Android. And did you guys catch that? I mean, he calls his androids Hyperdyne, and James Cameron with Terminator, it's Cyberdyne. I did, oh. I did notice yeah. that sort of similarity. Yes, yeah. which was cool. Yeah, and James Cameron flipping the script is always awesome. Oh yeah, you know, totally. like how he makes the bad Terminator now good. Yeah, you know, and exactly. that's just, mm-hmm. uh, I think that's phenomenal. Yeah, how oh, he totally. turns All things right. around. Oh, so, what? so the alien was good in this movie? No, that's no. Really doesn't <laughs> the android. Yeah, the android was the good. Android. Okay, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So if it's a robot, it goes from bad to good. That's how it works. Oh, so. thank you. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's talk about the things we love most about aliens. And I'm going to kick us off. Kick this off because I don't think this is anything any of you have mentioned. And it's the practical effects in this film mm, from yes. the Walker. I mean, I could tell that. I mean, if if Ripley, if Sigourney Weaver wasn't in an actual walker, I don't know how they pulled it off because right. that looked like she was actually in one, actually moving it. It's like, I want one of those for Halloween. There was That's actually amazing. A, a stuntman behind her moving um, oh, really? the, the machine and was also on a crane. Oh, so cool. okay. Well, she, she, yeah, she moved. Yeah, they did a good job of puppeteering and yeah, everybody working definitely. together. Yeah, yeah that definitely. and the alien queen was amazing. I thought yeah. all the aliens mm-hmm. moved really well. Like even some of the shots where the aliens were like going, like running on the side of the wall. I'm like, did they do like it? Like one of those shots where the camera's on its side and the person's actually running on the ground, I, but it looks like the wall. I believe. I believe they did. Um, okay. Most, if not all, the aliens were people in suits. Like okay. he didn't want to use CGI for it. Well, did yeah. He said like the ones on the ceiling. He just flipped the camera upside down, so it looked like they were. Well, I mean, just in, just using the tools you have at your disposable, yeah. disposable at your disposal to do tricks like that. I just that was great so that that's also my classic me actually specifically at the very beginning where the robot arm comes in and does a scan and it's like oh, this oh, yeah, that was great too yes inside the the laser is like yeah. that is just so beautiful and yes. so well done totally and uh dapper man breaks in here yes stan freaking winston for sure yeah. stan winston's such a master at no this doubt. or his studio i mean he didn't do every single thing personally or anything but his his creature shop and effect shop yeah great especially the queen mm, i mean that's yeah. on my list mm. like the queen is just outrageously oh, totally. awesome and some of the cinematography of the queen when there's this one moment where like her uh the queen and ripley are fighting and like the camera sort of pulls back you see kind of blurred out ripley and then the queen sort of does this like ro- sort of moving like rolling to the side it's just oh, yeah. i love that shot so much yeah. it's just so good <laughs> excellent mm-hmm Anyway, um, so that is the thing I love most. Let's go to uh, Paul next. What's the thing you love most about aliens? I just said the cool effects. Okay, the, so pretty much what I, you're just stealing mine, Paul. I get it. I get it. Um, Colin, how about you? 
Oh, what I love the most, man. Yes. Uh, the James Horner score is what I love the most about the film. Really? Yeah. I mean, because it's you, really good. I, yeah. I'll give you that. Because okay. you go to the creature effects and everything, and, mm -hmm. and the queen is way up there for me and, mm -hmm. and all that. But the score is just so, you know, atmospheric and creepy, and it adds mm -hmm. to, it, to the intensity. Yeah. It's real, you know, dynamic, mm -hmm. you know, and I like the little snare hits that, yeah. you know, that speak Gives to the Marines. military flair, yeah. Yeah, and um, this kind of ties into my Classic Maker, actually. Well, we're on Classic Maker, so do your Classic Maker. The actual Classic Maker? Yeah. The real yeah. deal? That's what we're doing right the now. real yes. deal. Okay, well, oh, yeah, this right ties in perfectly okay, then. Great. Well, um, I like the lack of music when it's mm. like, it's like, um, uh, John Williams is really good at that too. He knows mm -hmm. where to put the music and where not to include mm -hmm. it. So at when, least he used to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, is he dead? No, no, no. He, he's he's still making music. I was just gonna say. No, no. He's, you're yeah, about he's to alive. break my heart right now, dude. <laughs> no, man. Like right in the middle of my class maker. I'm no, gonna no, sorry. Yeah. Continue. <laughs> but he's officially retired from Star Wars. Okay, okay. Um, so when the music is at its peak mm -hmm. you know ripley's going in the elevator and then she lands into the queen's nest and then there's no music yeah oh my gosh it just lets the scene breed mm -hmm. and i think that is the coolest thing yeah um and then it just ramps up again with dun, 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 yeah dun. yeah that's great i think that's another song that's been used in lots of trailers also that like ending uh, yeah crescendo yeah so awesome that great awesome awesome Colin. All right, Dustin, that leaves you. What's the thing you love most about aliens? All right, so it was hard for me to pick something I loved most. but All right, I, then we I can go love, on. That's fine. Yeah, I love the lore that this movie opened up Ooh, to. Because um, okay. uh, Alien, you know, started with the one, you know, the the egg, the facehugger, the one alien. Mm -hmm. But but it left it really kind of ambiguous. Like, you know, you don't really know much about this other than it was killing or taking people. Yeah. And then this movie totally blew it up with the queen and the yes. eggs and taking over the colonists. And, mm -hmm. and, uh, and, and I love this, the, how, how it opened everything up. And it was the perfect blend. I thought of horror and action. Yes. You know, it had you on the edge of your seat and scared, you know, the, the sounds and the music or lack of just totally keeping you engaged and freaked out. And then when it went to action, you were all in with the special effects and the things blown up and then you were right back to Ripley walking down the corridors, freaking out again with the motion sensor. Like I thought it was just they blended it together yeah. in an awesome way. Oh, totally. Mm -hmm. I, I I totally get that. And it's also interesting that they build out the lore in the beginning when you're meeting the Marines, and they're talking about other alien creatures too, mm -hmm. um, which is I I I always found that interesting. That this wasn't this wasn't the first time I picked up on it, but it did seem like oh they've actually this is it's not like this is the first time they've seen aliens, but obviously I think that they're so get so scared of it makes means that it just sort of ups the ante for how crazy these aliens are. If that makes sense. Yeah. Well, they, they mentioned a bug hunt, you know, is this a rescue or a bug hunt? Yeah, so yeah. they've, they've done it before. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, you mean they weren't talking about ants or, or uh, bees no. back on mosquitoes. Know. Yeah. Yeah. I hate <laughs> mosquitoes. Oh my gosh. Definitely mosquitoes. If they made like Ray! mosquito aliens. <laughs> Just watch the first Jumanji. They have massive mosquitoes. I hate yeah. that. I hate it so much. We've covered that. I don't know the number. With <laughs> search Jumanji on our site, and you'll find our episode on Jumanji. Anyway, awesome guys. Awesome, awesome. Uh, well, uh, that's. Oh, guys, I forgot one more thing that I liked. Really? Art okay. by Colin. <laughs> 
Colin Schlicht, oh, wait, you're right here, is a professional graphic designer and illustrator who believes he was created to create life-giving art, whether it's his Kung Fu Fighting Matrix print, which is amazing, or his inspiring prints of pop culture icons. Definitely check out his Intense Aliens poster and all his work at artbycolin.com. Wow, that's fantastic. He gets two promo spots. Good job, Colin. <laughs> you the man. You the man. All right. Thank you. Appreciate that, man. Absolutely. Glad you're here, Colin. All right. But uh, let's talk more about aliens, huh? So you want some more trivia? You want some actual trivia about aliens, Paul? Is that what you want? Sure. Yeah, okay. let's go for that. All right. So in this, this is only in the special edition, but uh, when uh, Newt's family is going out to the location of the alien ship, you yeah. see... Um, Newt's brother and her mom and dad. That um, Newt's brother is actually played by her real life brother. At least they both share the same last name, uh, Christopher Hen. So Carrie yeah. Hen and Christopher Hen. So I'm curious, guys. What type of movie? Uh, do we all have siblings? You have siblings, mm-hmm. Colin. Dustin, do you have siblings? Uh, Fourteen of them. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> so if you were to have one of your siblings on a movie with you. What type of movie would you both want to be in? So let's start okay. with Paul. You and Josh. A superhero. A superhero movie. Nice. Awesome. Would would you be the superhero, Paul, and Josh would be your sidekick? Oh, I take it back. I take it back. I want to oh. be Disney 2D traditional animated film. Ooh, okay. Dis- Disneyfied. I like it. I like it. And then I want actual cells of that part to hang up. Of anyway. course. Well, yes, of course. <laughs> uh, Colin, how about you? Uh, maybe Leica style. Ooh, stop motion, uh, stop animation. motion animation. It'd be really cool character design and all that stuff. Okay, so what type of movie though? I I know it's that's the media, but what like genre? Oh, what genre? Some sort of adventure comedy. Adventure. Okay, you nice. know, something like that. Awesome. How about you, Dustin? Dude, I'd go sci-fi. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And, and I I'd like future sci-fi, Star Trek, Star Wars, something off in space. Well, Star Wars is yeah. past sci-fi. Oh, uh, you're right. Galaxy far, far away. So we're Star Wars or Star Trek then. All right. Well, there you go. So not aliens, but okay. Uh, I'd, I'd rather, you know, not have face huggers coming at me. And, okay. You know, spaceship that doesn't get yeah. taken over so easily. Fair. Simulated by the Borg. Oh, my God. It's yeah, that's much favorite, better. Yeah. Star, favorite Star Trek villain. Oh All right. God. Anyway, I'm sort of with you, though, Dustin. I think I'd pick sci-fi as well. Though I would like the Predator Aliens universe. I think that'd be cool. All right. But, but I'd want for you. I'd want to have guns. <laughs> Just put your gun down in your safe in the Predator universe. <sighs> no sport. <laughs> okay. All it's right. Only if you put mud on yourself. No, no. Can he, don't you remember, Paul? He didn't kill oh. the the woman character because she didn't have a gun. Oh, it's oh, you because oh, you were armed. Yeah. No they sport. realize that, and they still none of them put down their guns as they're running. It's you know. Yeah. Fun fact in Predator. You know what, Dustin? <laughs> we're not fact checking Predator here. We're in Aliens. Well, close enough. Same Definitely way. hold your weapons. They fought oh, each other, too. A great trivia question, Francisco. And I have the answer for our last audience question, which is actually our previous audience question. Not like the last audience question we'll ever have, but our previous audience <laughs> yeah, question. Yeah, because which we was, judged right in between these episodes. Yeah. Yes. Which was, how many movies starring Keanu Reeves has the Retro Rewind podcast reviewed? And the answer is, drum roll, four. Four movies, yes. Four. And Dustin is our winner because he submitted the correct answer, which is four. Boom. Yes, good job, so Dustin. Yes. 
your reward is in the mail. Well, no, we'll be give, gifting you a sub here on Twitch. So oh, you'll wow. be able to use our emotes You're- and stuff. Awesome. So congratulations. Wow. Thanks, you actually get Because I wasn't going to send anything. I oh was lying when I said it was in the mail because <laughs> obviously it wasn't. No. Anyway. Anyway. So thank you, Paul. Now, here, I'm going to go ahead and do the trivia for this time, if you okay. don't mind. No, not at all. As long as you throw in a sound effect or something fun like that. Oh, I think I can handle that. So, guys, as most of you could tell, Bill Paxton, who's sort of a, a James Cameron staple, was in this film. But... He was also in another very moving film that we've covered on the podcast. So tell us for this this time, this week's trivial question, what movie does this sound effect come from? So give us the name of the movie and what episode number we covered it on. And uh, you could and then we'll. Spin the wheel of triviality for all the possible, all the correct answers, and you could win a subscription to our Twitch channel. And how do they submit the an- their answer? Great question, Paul. You email us at trivia at retrorewindpodcast.com. All right. All right. And the next time we record uh, the next episode, we will say the winner. Exactly. So you have until then. Usually it takes about a couple weeks. All right. So... Now that we've all had some trivial fun, let's find out what memories our awesome rewinders had about aliens. Ryan R. Jackson, I know that dude. He said, I was scared out of my gourd the first time I watched it. My absolute favorite of the Alien franchise. Michael Fraley says, I was most impressed by the director's cut in the recent rewatch. The relationship that Ripley forms with Newt makes way more sense than the director's cut. When Ripley returns to Earth, she found out that her daughter died a few years before she didn't return to earth mike that's okay though uh she then transfers some of the that loss into saving and caring for newt it's not a big difference in the film but it adds a bit more to ripley as a character and to the character relationship with newt serious question uh did we watch the theatrical director's cut or the cut for tv broadcast i think we all watched the the director's (laughs) special edition right yeah we did yeah Awesome. Which is what James Cameron originally wanted to release, but the studio said he had to keep it under two hours and ten minutes Boo. for the maximum allowing show times at the theaters. At the All right, fine studios, fine whatever. I mean, it's still good, but whatever. They call it forty miles of bad road, and uh, I couldn't yeah. disagree with that more. I think it's so good. Right? Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. All right. Reed Benson says, Ripley piloting the skeletal mech suit, saving Newt from the alien queen, yelling, get away from her, you nasty lady. (laughs) Before I saw the movie, I somehow got a bishop action figure that had removable limbs. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) That's morbid. It made sense once I finally saw it. Oh, sure. Uh, The figure didn't bleed milk, though. Uh, Alien and Aliens are a great one-two sci-fi horror punch. Uh, just pretend Alien 3 didn't happen. Ooh, shots fired. <laughs> All right, speaking of uh, what you wanted to know, my thoughts were about the ending of uh, with with the android there. Oh, sure, yeah, yeah. Well, what exactly did you want to know? Like, were, well, I don't know, I think Colin was curious. Were you surprised yeah. by it? By uh... well, well, surprised that he was actually helping him? Yes. No, just I, the ending, basically where he where he gets it. 
Oh, unfortunately, I that was spoiled for me just by no. browsing the internet because oh, there's no. a meme out there. There's a meme out there that says Queen takes bishop oh, like a chess move. Oh yeah. Darn so I, shoot. There's there's a couple things in here that I was like I had seen the 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 gif of like the the alien rising above the girl in the back, which I think is so well shot. Yes, it's really good. But she's in the water coming up. Uh, I was like, Oh no, she's in the water. It's Uh, coming. Yeah. But uh, I knew. Yeah. Yeah. So there were a couple things that were spoiled for me, unfortunately. Yeah. I was hoping you wouldn't see that. I was hoping you'd be in the, you know, just the first time viewers shoes, because that's, that's part of my classic maker is it switches gears on you. You think everything's cool. Yeah. Off you go. No, but okay. All right. That's fair. And continuing on, Steve Hamilton says, Game over, man. James Cameron does what others wish. He makes a sequel the likes of which no one has ever seen before. I absolutely love this one. The Queen Alien was a great, ambitious idea. What I love about this franchise is the sets. Each and everyone does not disappoint, especially in the sequel to the original. Yeah, agreed. Even to this day, the real-life grit and grime that's on the sets is amazing. You can tell Ridley Scott and the production crew cares about their craft, but James Cameron is the king of sequels hmm. and wishful thinking with Avatars 2, 3, <laughs> 4, and 5. There's going to be five of them? Oh, yes. yes. We'll yes, see yes. if he lives up to it. He goes on to say, what's... One sequel you wish they could redo because it was so bad instead of rebooting it just to redo the sequel. Caddyshack 2 would be a good start. What do you say, Retro Rewind crew? So I'm going to say, what sequel would you like to see? I'm going to just change this a little bit. What sequel would you like to see James Cameron take on to redo that didn't pan out like you would have liked? So let's start with Dustin. Mm. You have to come back to me. I'm trying to think of sequels that... I know there's so many that really sucked. I'm trying to have, I'm just having a brain fart trying to pick one. Okay, I have one. Okay. I would like to see um, James Cameron take on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 Seeker of the Ooze to make oh, it even better. Like, because, I mean, no the first ninja one, rap. No Ninja Rap. Vanilla Ice. I, I just, I feel like, especially since um, uh, Jim Henson, I think, left after the first one, Stan Winston would be great to come in and help flesh out. Uh, Toka and Razor, so that they looked better. Super Shredder could actually be an actual thing, not just some thing you kind of see in the shadows and then he dies real quick. I, I think it could have been yeah. way more uh, grand. You could have, yeah. I bet you could have Brian Krang and the Agro Crag. Wait, no. What is it called? The big, the big eyeball thing? Yeah, Technodrome. The Technodrome. Technodrome. That's it. Yes. So I'll go with that. Colin, um, I you? would. Oh, okay. Fine. I'm not calling. <laughs> go ahead, Paul. No, I was going to say. Ghostbusters 2. I would have liked oh, if yeah. a different plot. I would have been interested to see how he took the original Ghostbusters and amped it. I guess he'd make the bad guy a good guy? Wait. Well, the bad no guy robots. did kind of become a good guy. The the They used the sludge for oh, good. Yeah, but I would like to see what he would have done instead. Alright, that's fair. Alright, now Colin. Um, I don't know if you really consider this a sequel or not, but um, maybe even the Justice League movie, oh, you know, yeah. 
Yeah. You know what That'd I mean? Like cool, if yeah. it was more kind disappointing. of yeah, it, yeah. If it was more disappointing. More disappointing. Yeah. <laughs> no, if if it was more just kind of rooted in like real action stunts yeah. and you know just kind of a bigger spectacle in that way and doesn't rely on all the CG. CG yeah. yeah. Though I mean James Cameron is all about CG now with his Avatar yeah. stuff, but mm-hmm. I know what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, and all Dustin, right. you've had long enough. I got one. Okay, so a movie that I haven't seen in a while, but I remember loving it was Escape from New York with uh, Kurt well, Russell. Yes, yes. And so is. the sequel, Escape from L.A. Oh, okay. Would love to see Jim Cameron do that because that movie was so bad. It wasn't that bad. It was, it was bad so. It was so bad. <laughs> I remember thinking it was okay. It wasn't as. Good. It wasn't near as good as Didn't Escape James from Cameron New York. James Cameron worked on the first one though. Just a, he, uh, let's see. There is John a, Carpenter. There's a no, yeah, but there but, is a connection. I think. Yeah. Um, James Cameron was one. Yeah, well, was one of the artists for the backgrounds on Escape oh, from really? New York. Yes, I didn't know that. Yeah, oh. yeah. It's on one but of those. I remember seeing. So I remember seeing the poster for Escape from L.A. and it would say it said Snake is back. Mm-hmm. And I had never seen the first one yet, so I remember asking my parents, like, "What is what does Snake is back means?" And then my dad, when we got home, introduced me to Escape from New York. Oh, nice. And uh, just so loved that movie. And I was just so, so excited for Escape from L.A. After, right off of New York. And was just like, this, this is terrible. Oh, <laughs> so, sad day. Cheese James fest. Cameron was the director of photography and special effects in Escape from New York. Okay, nice. nice. All right. Explains why it was so much better. So we'll continue on. Thank you for that, that question, Steve. Oh, there we are. Oh, am I at Becky Smith? Mm-hmm. Okay. Becky Smith says, probably one of my favorite movies. I love the contrast between the BA Marines and Ripley's seemingly weak uh, advisory role. Uh, it's her mothering instinct that wins their respect and saves the day. Mm, good point, good point. Um, and you then, want me to take this one yeah, and you, you take, take the it, last? Oh, yeah, yeah. Please do. Okay. The Dapper Man, hey Dapper Man, who's live with us chat right now. Dapper Man. The Dapper Man says, I wish I could join as a guest review with you guys on this one. Well, you kind of are in the chat. (laughs) This is the first of the alien films I watched, and that wasn't until about nine years ago. My parents growing up was extremely strict to having no R-rated films around. So when it was shown on the telly, it was very boring. That was until a friend of mine said I should watch the director's cut with him. Mm. What an amazing movie. Even with Bill Paxton's over-the-top acting and epic (laughs) yelling, game over, man. It's something to really enjoy. Come to think of it, Bill Paxton was killed off by a xenomorph, a predator, and a terminator. A scene I really... (laughs) I forgot he was in Predator too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A scene I really appreciate is the slow motion chest bursting scene, the dream sequence at the beginning mm, yeah. mm-hmm. as she's screaming in pain at real time, seven minutes into the film, the director's cut is the way to go. It makes more sense. 17 more minutes. Never hurt anyone. At least the moviegoers today. Uh, cheers. Awesome. And then I, I take my question back. Predator two needs to be remade by James Cameron. Oh, there you go. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Good one. And the fat man 0808 says, game over, man, game over. (laughs) And the fat man's comment pretty much leads us right into the things we didn't like about aliens. So it's time for our worst three. 
Let's start. Uh, how about let's start with Colin this time? What's one thing you disliked about aliens? All right. Is it, uh, are you going to do another Iron Giant and not have anything? Yeah. Oh, heck no, man. Okay. That was a tough episode. There's nothing I could dislike about that movie. But uh, this one, uh, I, I know I mentioned a little bit earlier that the acting I, I liked a lot, but this is part of my dislikes list as well as the I have acting. I similar type thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, because... Um, yeah, I I did not really care for. Don't say uh, Newt. Don't say Newt. Newt. Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna lose a lot of people on this one, man. Yeah, mostly come out at night. Mostly. mostly. <laughs> yeah, I just thought it was like she was real kind of one dimensional. Um, she is. She's traumatized. Yeah. yeah, I know that, but there's plenty of other child actors that could. I mean, that I've seen better than that. I oh. think around yet. But I think that. Uh, James Cameron isn't necessarily the best like uh, actors director. He's a phenomenal. Yeah, he's a phenomenal action that. director. Mm-hmm. You know, and so many people. You know, I, I think like say Sigourney Weaver she can get an Academy Award nomination, but because she makes her own take. But then if she, if um, but like Leonardo DiCaprio, who is under James Cameron in Titanic, mm-hmm. wasn't all that good to me you know mm-hmm. but then he goes with spielberg or scorsese or something and, and just good, yeah. crushes it so and then spielberg with children he gets really good performances oh, totally. out of children. Yeah, yeah. and so with newt i just thought man i wasn't really compassionate about her but and then also uh what's it what's bill paxton's is it uh, hudson, hudson hudson yeah yeah you're right uh the dapper man reviews what oh my gosh guys <laughs> i didn't hudson like was great oh man yeah you know just, just <laughs> so over the top he it was over the top but it wasn't to the point where it's like oh man i just can't wait for him to get killed it was yeah. like a fine line where uh, it was annoying, yes, but it yeah. wasn't like, oh, get this guy off the screen. At least for me. See, but he had all the quotable lines. He does. In he the does. Movie. I feel like he's way more likable in this than he is in uh, the true in the true lies. Well, in true lies. Well, yeah, because he's he's meant to be like this way more weaselly slimy. character. Yeah, right. But then right. in this one, I think he's meant to be kind of like what cameron wants the uh audience to be feeling at the time maybe oh, like with yeah, okay yeah. i want you to sense. think that these marines are bas right or, and i yeah. want you to be terrified because yeah. he's freaking out you know and i just think it's a little bit distracting i but, will say that it is over the top i would have been curious to see how he would have to just tone it down to see if it would have been just as good if not better but Maybe not. But guys, it's a dry heat. Um, let's go with uh, Dustin next. What's something you didn't like? All right. This one has bothered me since the first time I saw the movie, and it gets me every time. The death or taking away of Apone. Oh, yeah. I he's such a good character. Apone. I love From the Apone. moment they bring him in, and he's chewing on the cigar, yep. be my guest. You know, and it's, mm-hmm. I, I love his character so much. Mm. And, and then when they... When they start unleashing everything and bombs are going off, he's chilling. He's like, wait, what? Come again? He's yeah. like, like, dude, no, you're the leader of your squad. You're not going to be trying to tune on the radio when people are getting blown yeah. up around you. Yeah. And then he just disappears and screams. And it's like, dang it. I-, I wanted to see him go out. Like, he's the squad man. Even if he went out in that fight, like an alien grabs and he pulls out a knife, j- just something oh, that him going rad. nuts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but so his, his character, I thought, was poorly mishandled how he got yeah. his demise. I yeah, that's a good point. I, that is a good point. He's I, one of my I, favorite characters in the film. Love yeah. him. Yeah. 
definitely um, re serve uh, or homage very well in the game Halo by the Sarge mm-hmm. character in Halo. Yes. Um, okay, Paul, what's something you uh, disliked? Was it Apone as well? No, not at all. It's one of the things that a lot of people like about this film. It, it's something that I didn't like is mm. the production design. Is I thought really? the production. Yeah. Now hear me out. Okay. By itself, if this was the first movie, it would have been great. Fantastic. Mm. But when you compare it to the 1979 Alien, the first one, a lot of the construction looks actually like more, miniatures. No, it oh. looks like our designs rather than future designs. It actually looks uh, like this movie, design-wise, takes place before hmm. uh, the 1979 movie. Because in the 1979 movie, it's all intricate designs, like little compartments. It's all like different shapes. Where, like, when you go to the the colony, <laughs> it looks like, like, yeah, they have angled uh, corridors. It's like they're in a submarine or something. It looks too modern for our age rather than futuristic compared to the two movies hmm. so a lot of the construction like pipes going around look like 80s construction it, of a building so rather than it kind of looks like how if we were to go to space and colonize somewhere that's what it would actually look like right. as opposed to this retro future aesthetic of alien or blade runner right right um, it, it's hmm. it, yeah james cameron does does a lot of good things but unfortunately what he does is he takes over a film and he he even says this in the commentary he doesn't pay a lot of attention to the details like hmm. uh as much as some people do he's more focused on the story mm-hmm. and he'll he'll be focused on this on the details of getting a, uh, a special effect right mm-hmm. rather than like the dirt quality. <laughs> well, so. I mean, part of me appreciates that though, because I think sometimes you can get too engrossed in just the, the details that you really don't see. Yeah. But when you're in a boardroom or, or like in, in uh, Ripley's place and there's like 1980s cupboards in there, you're kind of like, okay, I thought this was supposed to take place. Even later in the future, like 50 okay. years beyond. But you know what? Something really subtle that sort of speaks to this is more like costuming. But if you notice, Paul Reiser's business suit, and I think all the suits yeah. of the guys. Yeah, they, they had the collar up. They yeah, the collar up, just really slight. And I noticed, I'm like, that's really cool. That's not going for some like weird jumpsuit a la Bill and Ted's bogus journey <laughs> in the future. Okay. It's just like really <laughs> okay. so. This is overdoing a, and underdoing it. This all was right. underdoing. All right, all right. If you're going to follow a movie, you got to. He said he tried to keep the same like compositions and using the same kind of lenses and Mm -hmm. everything, but the production design looked too, didn't look futuristic enough. Okay. Well, along those lines, something I didn't like was the overuse of rear projection to get a special effects shot like of the actors with like essentially this green screen right here. Let me fill this in with something. Mm -hmm. And, And it, I, I get that that's, I mean, you, I sort of speaking to this as something I like that he used what he had at the time and, you know, practical effects. But I think when you're using like overdoing the miniatures to sort of incorporate them with live action, I felt like it was too much. Mm-hmm. So like with the, the, uh, transport crashing with the pipes behind, bursting behind, uh, uh, Ripley and Newt as they're like waiting for Bishop to hopefully come back. I just thought there's too much of that. So, 
Right, too many special effects. Not too many special effects, just too much <laughs> rear projection effects and miniatures. Okay. But All right. at, well, yeah, just rear projection. Age, well. It's like if J.J. Abrams did it, there'd be lens flare. Oh my god, <laughs> I do lens like flare. I do Camera like the flare. timing though of the when the uh, the spaceship crashes mm-hmm. and oh. they get out of the way just in time. Like it's it's, it's cool. Rear really well. Was yeah, yeah. To hit them. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but I, it's still cool, you know, but yes. I, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, my eye is just able to pick up on that really well. Yeah. So yeah. I, I bet if it was my first time watching, it would just go right over me. But and if you saw it in the 80s, it would have been amazing because yes. your eyes weren't used to that. Uh, totally. Good point. Uh, let's go back to uh, Colin. What's something else you didn't like? Uh, I got a couple like nit nitpicky things oh, here and there. Give us one of them. One of them. One. Do you want my nitpickies, like my easy stuff, or like I'm gonna I have go. A, I have a theory about one thing that could evoke further discussion. Go with your theory. The That's theory. Interesting. Yes. Um. This. Well, my my classic maker is basically the you know Ripley. Where, where? No, I know, but this okay, ties right. this ties in you, with I'm it. Not <laughs> it. This is this ties in with, but um. The, the face-off between the queen and Ripley, you know, in both scenes, in yeah. in the nest and with the power loader and yes. all those moments. Um, but what I'm wondering is, I I'm, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, I don't know, but dude, do you, did she need to roast that entire nest? So here's the thing. I don't think she was going to until that egg opened up as they're leaving and she gives the nod like, Oh, the, you the head nod, yeah, yeah, I, you, exactly. I was gonna go in peace, but no, you're trying to, yeah, get, no, and nah, so and, roast them all. But that's the problem because it, it's so cool looking, and it, and yeah. it's one of my favorite parts. But yeah. then, is it necessary? Is it necessary to throw in the grenades into the you know baby maker oh, thing? Heck yeah, you know. But <laughs> but but then think about it because she goes to the top with the elevator, and then the queen is there. Just think if she had more time and those grenades, like. Adios, muchachos, to that queen. Oh, I mean, Hindsight is twenty twenty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, mean, I will say, I don't know. She shouldn't have wasted our ammo on all the eggs and not gone for the queen at all. But the whole site was gonna, you know, fry anyway. It was all gonna blow up anyway. Oh, uh, was it though? If yeah, she hadn't yeah. Because the the nuclear the reactor was dying. That's that's a very good point. You know what you I know mean? What? I was just caught in the moment, probably like she was. Yeah, oh. well, she yeah. was ticked. Her All life, right. her real life daughter is dead. She's rescuing Nude. It just killed everybody almost. Now she's she's an emotional person at this point. Yeah, yeah. good point. Yeah. Good point. And but, that's what I was thinking too. It could be like adrenaline, emotion, yeah, fear, yeah. all that. Okay. All right. All right. So that's my. Theory. So I. So you're saying essentially, you get the flamethrower because yeah, you're trying to egg me with, or you're trying to get the face hugger on me. But after that, it's like overkill. Like, just leave at that point. Yeah, because you're running out of time, man. Yeah. You got Newt. You went yeah. all the way down there to get her. Though, yeah. here's the thing, though. You got to think about how you start the movie off in the special edition with all these nightmares. She has a nightmare every night. And this is almost her catharsis to get rid of it. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah that. So I think that's more that of, it aspect than, of it too. than the time yeah. clock. But yeah, that's a good point. Not being very pragmatic. Jeez, Ripley. Jeez. Um, it looks awesome, though. Yeah, it does. It does. Okay, so now let's go back to... Let's go to Paul this time. What's the most you don't like? Okay, this is going back to the uh, alien queen there. Oh, um, okay. Well, let's go back a little bit further. In the special edition, there's the turrets, the machine guns. Yes. And there's like hundreds of xenomorphs coming at these Apparently, things, yes. right? Mm-hmm. That they're just shooting. Um, okay, fine. 
But when the alien queen is laying her eggs, she has what? Maybe 10 around her. I I was like, where, where are all her bodyguards? Where are you're in the nest? This should be like, like crawling with, with xenomorphs everywhere. There's like one on one side, one on the other. And then later as she's running, there's like more that come out of the wall, but maybe like 10 at the most. And I was just like, this is so unbelievable. Why there's only like two xenomorphs around the alien queen? Maybe okay, they the got turrets killed them the all. turrets. I was just gonna say yeah, they <laughs> killed them all. that's the director's cut. Though. Yes, yeah. and I think there, yeah, there's oh. something like they've killed a lot of them yeah. already but by that point. You're gonna send all your people. You're not gonna like hold back. Well, the queen has hubris. What do you want? She's like, I'm in my nest. Um, I'm fine. She had face huggers. Yeah. Here they come. Yeah. Open. Yeah, exactly. So, but that's that's fair, Paul. I, I see. I, I just that. expected there would be more. I wouldn't. Ex- I didn't go into the hive basically and find. And didn't expect to find it empty. Yeah. Oh. Okay. You expected Ripley to walk in, get ripped apart. No, oh, I guess that failed. Movie's over. <laughs> that would have been an amazing <laughs> visual. Of the the crawling it, it, with xenomorphs around. The I queen. was like, okay, yeah, she's, oh, she's be, yeah. like completely lost it. She's going after a little girl. In the like hive, like in the like, that's crazy. Yeah, and so, you know what, James? And then it worked out for her. Okay. <laughs> well, James Geek at Arms makes a good point in chat. He says, "Plus, when you're three stories tall, how much protection do you need?" Oh, yeah. more than what she had. Apparently, yeah. didn't. <laughs> it didn't work. Okay, so well, Paul. I mean, you know, I, for whatever reason, probably because she could just protect herself well enough. We didn't. The alien queen didn't need other guards, but let's go to Dustin now. What's something else you didn't like, Dustin, about aliens? I thought Ripley, uh, she makes a dumb move. As much as I love Ripley, she she makes a dumb move at the end. Mm-hmm. Why in the world would you not scan your ship with a motion sensor, with something for a xenomorph, knowing that you just came from a situation where one snuck on the ship in the first alien, where you think you're safe and there's something in there. Hmm. And I think she falls right back into it. You know, you, well, you get back on the ship. Oh, there's another alien on there. She didn't really have time. Queen. They were just yeah. getting off the the shuttle, though. No, but about the, the shuttle makes it to the big ship. You know, I mean, there's there's a little bit of transport time of just, oh, okay, we're good. And and for me, it was just like watching the movie. I'm like, why do you not scan? You've been yeah. here. You know this. You know how these things work. You're the expert of the xenomorphs. She is the advisor. And you don't double check your ship. Yeah, I... Uh, maybe they don't have that capability in the future to scan outside your ship. But they had emotions. Every marine, every person had, had a sensor. I will not say, like an alien. I will say it didn't look like the alien was anywhere on that ship, and it didn't seem like there was time for the alien queen to get onto the transport. Like I was watching so, for it. So with that, there's a beat where um, they're taken off, and, and the then the leg hit. and the leg comes up, mm-hmm. and then scoops up a bunch of stuff. Yeah, I know? saw that. Is that like supposed to imply that maybe it got caught in Th- that's that? How the queen got in that's there? how the queen got in, or uh, something? Because there's no other indication of yeah, how yeah, the queen exactly. got in the ship. I guess that I, could be. I thought the Borg just beamed her in there. <laughs> of course, yes. Of course, that's what happened. Yeah. Why didn't I think of that? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Yeah, uh, James, James like, at Geek at Arms yeah. says, "Why didn't Bishop notice the shut the shuttle suddenly got twice as heavy?" <laughs> yeah. See, that's, that 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 kind of goes with me. Just like there, there's got to be some indicator that a yeah. massive being is also on the <laughs> transport shuttle with you. They were on the clock; they had seconds left. So I don't think they were that worried about that. They're just trying to get out. Yeah. Well, it, Bishop, at least half of them wishes you to check. Oh my god, uh, uh, <laughs> brutal. Well. 
That leaves the last thing I didn't like, and then we'll get to our tragic makers. And that's oh, it's this is pretty nitpicky, but this is toward the beginning when they're divided into two teams. They're like looking through the. They haven't gone over to where all the the colonists are or anything. They're just looking at the living quarters and all those areas. It seems like the like the motion sensor uh, that Hicks had would have picked up the motion sensor that uh, Vasquez had, or like they would have seen each other, but there is no motion of them. The seeing range one didn't another. go that far. It goes pretty far though. I I don't know. It I just know. seemed odd. I, I I agree. I was trying to help. <laughs> James Cameron thanks you, Paul. Yeah, of course. So I don't know if any of you guys, if that blipped on your radars, but it did on mine. Uh, uh, thanks for picking that up, Paul. Okay. You're welcome. Uh, but as minor as that is, let's get to the things that were not minor at all. Major dislikes. The worst things about aliens. Colin, go. Tragic Maker. Oh, my Tragic Maker. Uh Again, I'm probably going to lose a couple of people on this, man, but I just... Newt again? Oh, yeah, my God. Well, <laughs> I just didn't really have, like, an emotional connection to most of the characters. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, like, wow. I, I liked Did them. Did you re- like Ripley? Did you at least have an emotion? I was going to say, oh. I, I, but I love Ripley. Okay. okay. You know, and so, and she carries the film for me, like, All front right. to back. Yeah. You know, she holds it. And so it's... but. Everybody else, I mean, I like him just fine, and I, you know, I love Apom, but he goes really quick, yeah. and, you know. Oh. So, yeah, yeah. So I was just kind of like, man, the lack of, I guess, emotional connection is kind oh, okay. of a tragic maker for Did, me. That that's fair but because oh. because like in T two, mm-hmm. you know, I am a am emotional. Excuse me, I'm emotionally connected to like all of them yes. like the, like John Connor Sarah the T1000 well, there's yeah. fewer of yeah. them <laughs> yeah there's only like three people in that movie than that yeah, a yeah. lot of troops that's true but even when the team narrows down yeah. like in Aliens I'm just kind of like uh, I don't know man mm-hmm. like I, I just you know I don't know okay. I, but yeah I don't know so that's why you're saying before when I said well I'm not sad when they die you yeah, were like, that's the, exactly. Okay. I was tracking with you there. So. All right, I was totally what, opposite though. That was one of my likes. <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah, and that's what I'm like. Yeah, oh, I went man, there. I don't know. We're not going to get along. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that's too bad. <laughs> Both like Disney, isn't that enough or something? Well, it's yeah, true. of course. Yeah, it is it's true. true. Oh, Build that bridge. Thank you for restoring our friendship, Francisco. Yeah, exactly. With Disney, who doesn't like You're Disney? The yeah. You're the man. You're the man. All destroyed by at least. A lot of the, the thing that I dislike the most is unfortunately, again, right at the climax. I don't know why people really? find a lot of things wrong, but when Ripley's down with the queen, like in the loader, you're talking about? No, with the eggs. Like oh, all of a sudden, oh, this part, the false you can negotiate climax. with animals. Okay, why the queen just doesn't attack and rip her apart is beyond me. Or why the xenomorphs don't attack and rip her apart. It's like, hold up. Let's go into negotiations. <laughs> Silent mime negotiations. <laughs> this We're going to be all diplomatic about this. And humanoid, like, you know, cutting the power and riding elevators, are all of a sudden the game changer now. And I'm like, it totally pulls me out of the movie. I'm like, why? Why? No. She should be being ripped. Ripley should be, should be ripped apart by something right now because you're in the hive and mama bear is going to protect her cubs that's why she lets her go that's why she stands there and does nothing 
I, I actually kind of think of I, – I hear what you're saying, but um, what I always assume that to be – so they established throughout the movie that the aliens can think. They're not just mindless animals. With they the, with the barely, cutting up the power, with the going through the trenches, they know the door's welded shut, so they come above. The, the whole Bill Paxton line, you know, what do you mean they get that? They're animals. Like So it, you kind of get the feeling that these are not just mindless exactly, animals. They, they yes. can think. Yeah, and so right when she goes down, act, but I when she goes down and she has all those weapons, and the queen comes down and hisses, I assumed the queen looks at her. She's got flamethrower guns. These people have torn up a lot of my kids already. I'm not just gonna lunge at her because she can shoot. Exactly. So that's just where my mind exactly, goes Paul. with it. Well, she's attacked or attacked, attached to the exact. That's true too. Yeah, and, yeah. and it seems like it's a real yeah, struggle. What about to all get the? What's left. Okay, let's go back to my other dislike. What about the <laughs> ten xenomorphs hiding in the wall? Why are they not protecting the queen? I don't have a gun. Well, okay, Ripley, Ripley had a gun. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they <laughs> were scared. They're like, this one survived the first movie. We gotta watch out for her. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Exactly. Or maybe they just read the script. No, wait, not our cue yet. <laughs> I could just picture a xenomorph with like a, a big uh, script manual. Yeah. Uh, wait, is my time? Yet? It is a little confusing when the queen has them back up or something like that. You know, I don't know. I yeah. I didn't quite understand what that oh, was, I, was either. But I thought that was just like whoa, whoa. Wait, yeah. don't don't attack, yeah. otherwise she'll flame our. our yeah, I, yeah, I get the the gist of that. But yeah, but uh, yeah, there's a, a mentality switch right there as things are going on that I just thought would totally took me out of the movie. That's interesting. So that's a good point, Fat Piggy. I don't know why the plant didn't show, uh, blow up when they started shooting. They just missed everything. They missed. They're like stormtroopers. They missed. Um, it. They were in a certain part of the facility though, with uh, with everybody was cocooned. You mm-hmm. know, that was the that was the part that could blow up. Yeah, yeah. not the entire place. Well, right. yeah, but weren't didn't that isn't that where she went back to? No, I thought no. There was, that's where the queen was. No, no, no. she's oh. in a different part. No, she oh. she followed the Newt's bracelet as far as she could to find the uh, yeah where she was getting taken. Okay, yeah. I, I for some reason I thought I was back in the big sort of uh, terraforming thing, but whatever. Regardless, that I was, will say uh, here's a bonus thing I didn't like. I didn't like Newt's scream, but I liked how James <laughs> Cameron brought <laughs> it back. Re- I love you. Didn't like New Scream. I didn't like. I thought she had such a good scream. It's so good, so annoying. But then at the end, it kind of it saved her. It gave her the location. So I was like, okay, way to use a good annoying thing. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. For some reason, it didn't bother me. I thought was is the perfect pitch, but maybe I'm losing my hearing. I don't know. Dustin, what's your tragic maker for aliens? My tragic maker is. The not the final fight with Ripley and the Queen. Mm-hmm. I love the whole exosuit, them going at it, yes. get away from her line. I, I think it's amazing. Yes. But the way the Queen goes out is an exact mirror of the first movie. You yeah. Know, shooting out the airlock. And yeah. not only that, but what steroids is Ripley on to hold on to the entire vacuum of space mm-hmm. from ripping her out of the ship? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, she's got an elbow lock in there that Vasquez taught her. <laughs> that would have ripped her. <laughs> Lose your arm, you're gone. That, and then she pulled herself up, climbs the ladder. Hits, it was just like wow. And then Bishop had his fingers in the grate, yeah. like, like he's holding on. It's just for me. It's like all right, that's that's the vacuum of space. You know, that's there's no way you're gonna be able to cl- not not less hold on, 
but climb out and then close it. She should have at least lost her foot or something like that. When that when door was closing, like, yeah. I mean, well, when so, the queen was hanging on like that at the yeah. end, she was Well, I think she should have her. lost her shoe, yes, I think. But those Reeboks are tight, though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, I love the fight. That's a just classic scene in the movie, Ripley in the suit. But yeah. but I thought that shooting her out the airlock again, just like, oh, we, we already did that. Do so something else. What yeah. would you have liked to have seen? Maybe the exosuit flat out crushed the alien's head. Something just just some more of like see the queen actually get destroyed. Yeah, mechanical. Have like the pinchers go in the chest, like and rip it open. Open that. But then the blood. See the queen's chest get ripped open instead of people's chest. You know, just that's something more creative than that's cool. Find out the air hole. Okay, well, how about this, guys? Here we go. This is this is it. I think this is fabulous, friends. You you don't realize it's like. Have you guys all seen Pacific Rim? Yes. The mm-hmm. one time in the okay. theater. So, you know, at the end, you, oh, that James Cameron should have directed the sequel. Yes, probably. Uh, toward the end, you find out that, I don't know if it's Gypsy Danger or one of the, 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 um, what are the good guy suits called? The good guy robots called? Not the, the good robot us. The Jaegers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jaegers. Yes. The Jaegers, one of them has this big blade. That he kills the the one flying kaiju with. And you're like, I mean, that's cool, but why didn't you have that the whole time? Okay, well, here's the thing. I think those the suit that Ripley's in just have some sort of jetpack mechanic that you just don't know about, but it helps them fly around if they need it. And Ripley takes the alien queen, like really holds on to her, engages the jump, the 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 not the jumpsuit. What's it called? The, the jetpack jet and does a 360 pile driver down into the ground. <laughs> Wrestle move. Yes. And then the queen Dang. explodes and melts Ripley upon impact. Yeah, yeah exactly. Well, see, that's what, what I'm. Yeah, I was thinking I mean, about the blood. Yeah, you know, the acid I, blood. Yeah, that's the only way to get rid of it without doing the airlock. Yeah. Well, uh, it's tough. Anyway. To, it's tough to say. Yeah. Anyway, I would like to see that though. I think that'd be cool. Anyway. All right, so that leaves me. And I guess compared to all those, my tragic maker is kind of weak tea. But I thought, so I already said pretty much all my dislikes had to do with the effects. As much as I liked a lot of the effects, my tragic maker was the um, the way they did the blue screening of the miniature vehicles, like the big spaceship, the little um, shuttlecraft, I thought it all just didn't work in how they are shooting it. I mean, I guess I'm expecting Star Wars level of sophistication of shooting these things, but the the way the backgrounds were moving with the miniatures was all off. The parallaxing was not right at all. It didn't look like you were... It looked like you saw something pasted on. Like, yeah. here, here's my like old toy model. I'm just moving it yeah, around. But those scenes weren't very. There were only a few of those. There, scenes, there right? were, yeah. Why, which is why it's not a bigger deal. But okay. that still was the worst part of all the effects for me. It's just like, ah, oh, come yeah. on, James Cameron. Talk to George. He'll tell you what to do. Maybe I don't know. George <laughs> Lucas, guys. Yeah, I know. Is this the god? His budget wasn't that high. Yeah, yeah, it was surprisingly low. For oh, really? Me. Well, yeah. Was it fourteen million dollars? Oh, yeah, you said yeah. that before. I wasn't paying attention. That's, yeah. <laughs> That's pretty low, man, for that, that kind is. of a scale. That is deal. actually yes. They, you know those sleeping pods? They said they only had three, and they used mirrors to make it look like twelve. Oh, that's how, how smart to cut mm. to cut budget. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 
Okay. Well, cool, guys. So that's all our tragic makers. So now that we've entered all our trajectories into the firing computer, Alice, do you have a firing solution for us? Mostly. Firing solution complete. Rating salvo at the ready. On your mark. Okay, guys. Do we rate Aliens? A classic. We'd recommend anyone go out and see this movie. Whether or not you've seen it before, a nostalgic, it's worth your time rewatching if you enjoyed it. I mean, I guess as a kid, if you watched this as a kid, I did watch it as a kid. I don't know how many of you did. Um, Me too. Or if you've just seen it before, I did too. It's worth your time again. Or a tragic, it's not worth your time. It's not worth anyone's time today, whether or not you remember liking it before or have not seen it before. Let's start with Colin. What did? What is your final reign of Aliens? Tragic. I'm surprised by that. Right. Dustin, tragic as well. <laughs> tragic. Man, this is really going off script. But no. Three for okay. three. Tragic. Really? What do you think? Really? Colin, for real. So we kind of hung out a little bit on the on the nitpicky stuff. We didn't uh-huh. quite quite pick up. Uh, and there's, you know, it's not perfect, you know, mm-hmm. but... Um, it's not like Iron Giant. It's not like Iron Giant where it's a 10 out of 10, you know. I roll, by that. the way. Oh, no, man. Oh, it's amazing. It's, yeah, I think we rated a classic. Classic film. Yeah. Unanimous classic. But uh, there but, are bad things about it. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but in this one, you know, for me with my Tragic Maker, you know, despite, you know, not connecting with all the characters, yeah. I still think that this is really a monumental achievement mm-hmm. in... Um, just uh, innovative filmmaking and uh, the score, the sound. Uh, Ripley is the main character, so mm-hmm. classic. Awesome. Okay, cool. Uh, Dustin, what say you? I, I'm going to have to agree. I'm going to say classic for sure. It's, classic uh, for sure. This is my favorite in the, the eight films that they've done. Yeah. There are a few in there that you can totally forget ever happened, but... Um, you know, I, I like a bunch of them, but this one reigns supreme. It's a perfect blend of action and horror. It's a yeah. it's a classic movie. I love it. Okay, cool. I mean, you guys might be wrong, but uh, Paul, how about you for this being your first time yeah, watching Aliens? It's interesting, and I'm going to disappoint a lot of people here. But um, dun dun dun. I really didn't see what everybody is so excited about. I mean, oh, really? Okay. I, I saw so I saw it for the first time this week, and then I saw it again with the uh, the commentary on it. Which mm-hmm. is, if you like this movie, I'd really recommend you go listening to it. But I have really have no desire to ever really watch this again. It didn't really like stick with me. Oh, so, okay. um, if I were to watch an alien movie again, I'd rewatch the first one. I think it's oh. very well done. How simple it is. There's one you can watch watch it grow but it, it's very simple and it and it and i i it's more suspenseful for me this mm-hmm. one i wasn't as suspend uh, maybe because there's less boo moments or whatever yeah, i don't yeah. know um but um i like to me it's like i'd i would watch this again as much as i would watch starship troopers which is just like kind of like eh out there this is uh, way now, better than starship troopers but again, okay this is, can't believe you just compared this to that wow. <laughs> man wow this is coming from somebody who's you know seen all these other films like pacific rim and all these others so it's it's watching it with new eyes i just wasn't that impressed mm-hmm. as much as i've heard everybody say this is so much better well that's so why i'm gonna rate this a uh, nostalgic nostalgic okay that's why i was worried when i heard that 
people had been hyping this up to you because I know that just that makes things almost too impossibly the expectations impossibly high to meet. So right, I get. That. I say we nuke his opinion from Morbit. Yeah, probably, I'm like, sure. Yeah, good point. <laughs> Only way to be sure. Only way. Well, luckily you're not in charge. You have authority here. <laughs> That's true. Don't you put her I in do. charge? <laughs> Wow. Okay. So nostalgic for Paul. Uh, for me, I'm pretty much with all my brothers here who are in chat. Uh, hi, by the way, guys. Uh, I am going to say classic. I really enjoyed this movie again. I was, I was so sad. I had to stop it like right as the third act was really getting underway because just timing wise is late. I'm finding a cold. I was trying to get to bed and I didn't get to restart again until like, a day or a day later, but I was like, Oh, I can't wait to get back to this movie. I want to finish it so badly. And I was, I, I could have, I could have stayed up because I wasn't as much as I was tired. I was just enthralled in it. The pacing's great. Some of the effects are great. The story and the characters I really enjoy. So yeah, a classic for me guys, a classic for me. So according to the retro rewind podcast, we rate aliens a disputed classic film. We'd recommend anyone go and see this, whether or not they've seen it before. But if you have your expectations set impossibly high, you may end up not liking it as much as we're hyping it up to be. But with that, let's get back to our own time. Good old 20XX. Feels good to be back, but we wouldn't have been able to travel back to 1986 to begin with if it weren't for our amazing reflux capacitors. Namely, Jared Holzauer, Deborah Powers, Brian Keating, Patrick Hicks, LJ Lowry, Chris Cowan, the Feelin' Film Podcast, that entire podcast. Yes, Peter Panda, Chris Owens, Geek Devotions, that entire podcast, as well as the entire podcast of The Untold Podcast, which nobody told me about. Mrs. Lomax. James Kennison, Daryl Hafner, Kevin Joshua Burnham, Drew of the Cell cast, which I think is another podcast, Ashley Kroenbitter, and Logan Sharp, in addition to three other awesome patrons as well. Thank you so much for keeping the gigawatts coming. And if you want to help keep us flying for as little as $1 a month, you can get bonus content for your generosity. Head on over to RetroRewindPodcast.com slash support to see how. And while we're thanking our supporter, supporters, also we want to give a big alien xenomorph hug. Don't worry, we won't bleed on you. To our subscribers on Twitch, which is another way to send us a couple bucks a month. And if you have Amazon Prime, you can subscribe for free. Find out how at RetroRewindPodcast.com slash Twitch Prime. But hey, let's keep the gratitude train going. Toot toot. Now, because we love hearing from you, be it our, be it your iTunes reviews, comments on our website, or through our contact form. And here is what some of you had to say. Yeah, we actually Paul. had a couple. All right, go ahead. <laughs> and we actually we had a couple Podchaser uh, reviews on individual episodes. So I'll go ahead and read uh, some of those. Uh, first off, we had a review on the film uh, Ma- our Mega Man Three episode, and Uh-oh. Tiny, uh, I think pretty much it's Tiny from uh, Earth Oddity Podcast, gave us a thumbs up emote. So thank you for that, Tiny. And he also uh, reviewed the Signs episode, 
both of these are episodes we do with James Kennison, so that's interesting. Uh, but uh, he rated that. Uh, both of these he rated five stars, and he put a alien emote and the knife emote in that. So thank they're you for those. Episodes. They are. They're, they're great episodes. I love all our, our guest hosts and episodes. It's fun doing all these things yeah. uh, with you. So thank you, everyone, for reaching out to us and uh, letting us know what you think of this podcast. RetroRewindPodcast.com slash 186 is the place to find timestamps for this episode, links to contact us, and links for voting on the movies you want us to cover. Uh, but that's not the only place you can reach us. Paul, where else can people find you? Where else can people find the show and also yourself? Really? Okay. Feel free to talk to us and share anything you like or find funny that is 15 years or older on our social media. We are Retro Rewind Pod on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And you can join the Discord server by going to RetroRewindPodcast.com slash Discord. Also, as I have mentioned, we are on Twitch. Or Francisco mentioned, or one of us did. Anyway, we mentioned before that we're on Twitch. So you can go there to Twitch.tv slash Retro Rewind Pod and you can find us chatting and like doing stuff like playing games and creating pixel art so check us out at twitch.tv slash retro rewind pod again in addition you can go to our subreddit because we're on reddit and the cool thing about reddit is that's where you can nominate and vote on our upcoming movies so if you want to vote on like our upcoming christmas specials or nominate please do so now like now now yeah because we're we're going to be after our patron uh, picks episode, which we're doing, we're going to be announcing what uh, Winter Miss movies we're going to do, and I think Batman Returns just got uh, nominated there. So if you oh, want to see us wow. do Batman Returns, maybe that yeah. one should have been directed by James Cameron. No, oh. <laughs> watch out, Rudolph! You did not no. say that. <laughs> but yeah, and so also ahead. if you want to find me, Paul J. Powers, you can go to pauljpowers.com and stop by and say hi. Thank you, Paul, for being an awesome friend, awesome EXO and co-host. I so appreciate getting to do this show with you. Likewise. And I'm so grateful for our guests for coming on the show today and reviewing Aliens, even though you love it so much. (laughs) (laughs) No problem. So, uh, So, Colin, here's your chance. Number two (laughs) to promote. What's going on with you? Oh, man, what's going on with me? Uh, lots of cool shows coming up. Uh, Portland Night Market in October. Oh, sweet. Uh, show coming up in Vancouver uh, in November. So what do you show at these shows? Uh, I have an Aliens poster. What? Yeah. Oh my- <laughs> Among nice. other posters. And uh, some other pop culture goods and, you know, life-giving art, stuff that hopefully inspires other people. Awesome. In the pop culture sphere. So. Very, very cool. Yep. And also, we really appreciate Dustin Warford being here. Is there anything you'd like to promote, Dustin? And where can people find you online? Oh, and Colin, yeah. people find you on Instagram at Art by Colin. Yep, with two L's. With and two L's uh, Art by Colin dot com is is uh, the central hub. Awesome, very cool. Find everything there. Cool. And Dustin, how about you? Uh, the only thing I can really promote would be like any Disney movie ever. Check them out; they're awesome. Don't, yeah. don't. Do they're that. all magic. That is <laughs> no. not belay that order, shipment. No. Um, no, uh, you can find me on Instagram. I'm at ghetto kids preacher. Um, someone asked me if I really was from the ghetto. I was born in, uh, not born there, but raised in Vallejo, California, pretty, pretty ghetto area, but (laughs) ghetto kids preacher. Um, I'm on Facebook and if you're interested in here and I'm one of the pastors at Creekside church. So if you go to creekside.org and click on sermons, you can find some stuff that I've done online there. 
Awesome. Talking about how aliens is great. I don't think I'll say that from the pulpit anytime soon. <laughs> you know, it's you should. They'll be like the children's and youth pastor just said what? You know, uh, go see aliens, kids. Put hair on your chest. <laughs> um, okay, just like black group <laughs> trust. It shows trust exactly. Oh my goodness! Uh, yeah, thank you all for being here, Dustin, Colin, Paul. I, this is so fun getting to do this show with you. But as much as I like you guys, I appreciate. You, yes, you listening right now even more, whether this is your first time listening to the show or you're part of the Rewinder community, uh, thank you for spending time with us. And we really pray that you are more joyful now than when you first hit play. I have been and continue to be Francisco Ruiz. Find me on Twitter and Instagram at FXRUIZX. And you can hire me to do pixel art illustrations for you via Fiverr at RetroRewindPodcast.com slash Fiverr. Finally, we are proud to be part of the Christian Geek Central network at christiangeekcentral.com. You can catch us at CGC or our website, but like a Pokemon, we got to catch you all for 1928's Speedy on the next episode of the Retro Rewind podcast. Retro Rewind mission complete. Proceed to Nap Point Omega and return to base. So if this podcast was a game, you know what it would be? Over. <laughs> man. Game over, man. Game over. I was did expecting we, better from you, Paul. Did we sweep I, I, the did we sweep the ship for xenomorphs? Oh, you know what we should, because the power went off. Yeah. Yeah. Did you take um, care of that, Paul? It'd be the smart thing to do. Yeah, it would be. Wow. How long did it Maybe take? Maybe we us? should. And you're complaining about Ripley not checking? Maybe we should nuke the ship from orbit from our other ship. Oh. That but seems logical. It's the only way to be sure. Yeah, it's right. Marines, we, we are leaving! leaving.